Something I remind people about all the time is to keep things simple. Back in step four of this online business roadmap series, we talked about creating your very first digital product, and I recommended that you keep that product super simple. That's the exact same advice that I give to my coaching clients, and it's what I would tell my former self if I could go back in time and create my first digital product all over again. Simple sells. Your customers want a quick solution to a single problem. They don't want to watch hours of video or read hundreds of pages of instructions. Make it easy for them and they will thank you with their loyalty and repeat purchases. But that doesn't mean that you should never improve on your offers either. It doesn't mean that every product should just be a simple PDF download. This is episode 99 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today we're going to talk about five ways that you can create more value in your information products and how you can help your customers achieve their goals more easily too. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. You'll find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 99. While you're there, be sure to hit the subscribe button because new episodes drop every Thursday morning. Next week, we're going to be celebrating 100 episodes. I can't wait to tell you all about what I've learned along the way, what's next for the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and how this milestone perfectly illustrates the most important advice I will ever give to you about starting an online business. But that's next week. This week is all about serving your customers better by making improvements to what you're putting out into the world and how you can do that without becoming overwhelmed. First, I want to talk briefly about why you'd even want to do that. I mean, if you can create and sell a $10 or a $20 PDF, why would you not just keep doing that? And you can definitely keep doing that if that's what you want. I personally know of small business owners for whom this is their entire business model. And I know of others who use these truly tiny, tiny products as the basis of membership sites and who are earning significant recurring income from them. So it is definitely a business model that you can pursue. But you can also take this opportunity to up your game, as they say. And there are some compelling reasons you might want to do that. First, because some things are just more difficult to explain using text alone or using very simple products. I'm thinking about some of the courses that I've purchased that demonstrate things like how to use software as an example. One piece of software that I use is called DevonThink. It's an app that's similar to Evernote in that it allows you to store and retrieve basically any kind of file. You can put plain text in it or PDFs or video or audio or images or anything you've got, you can throw into a DevonThink database, just like in Evernote. It's also a really complex piece of software with lots and lots of automation built into it and really powerful search features, and it takes a lot to learn it. Several books and courses have been written about how to use it. 
I've purchased a few of them, and by far the ones that I got the most out of were the video courses. The books I bought were filled with examples and screenshots, but actually seeing someone do the thing on video made all the difference for me. Where I had a hard time figuring out how to use Devon Think after reading a few books, it really made sense to me after watching a really well put together video course. So that's one reason that you might want to upgrade your product offers to include video. Many of the things that you're teaching just really need that format to be effective. Another reason to include additional components is to make it easier for your customers to implement what they're learning. I teach online marketing and business building with a strong emphasis on systems and processes. I could easily teach everything I know in written form. I could include screenshots where it was necessary. I could include checklists, of course. You know, I love a good checklist. But in many of my courses, I choose instead to include Trello board templates for my students to use. Instead of asking them to set up their own systems following the directions I've provided, I give them the entire setup. All they have to do is plug it into their own Trello account. This removes a lot of the friction, especially for those who don't necessarily think in systems like I do. It's hard for me to understand that people don't think in systems, but I know that there are a lot of you out there who don't. So those Trello boards really help people to implement what they're learning. So that's reason number two to upgrade your products and programs is to make it easier for your customers to implement what you are teaching them or what you're helping them to do. The last reason has to do with perceived value. Here's how Investopedia defines perceived value. Perceived value is a customer's own perception of a product or service's merit or desirability to them, especially in comparison to a competitor's product. In other words, it's what your customer thinks your product is worth, and that perceived value is heavily influenced by the format of the product. I'll give you an example. I took a course one time by Michael Hyatt called Free to Focus. It's about being more productive as a small business owner. You can buy it right now on his website for $497. Or you can buy the book on Kindle for $15. It is the exact same material. I've worked through the course. I've read the book. The only difference is that the course offers video and audio and downloadable workbooks, but the fundamental message and even the language used is identical. That's how perceived value works. If you want to charge more for your products, increasing the perceived value by adding things like video and workbooks and audio is a good way to get there. So let's talk about some of the things that you can do to improve your products so that you can reach more people, help more of them implement what they learn, and charge higher prices too. The first thing you can do is change up or enhance the format like we just talked about. For example, if your products are typically written, you can include video or audio components. And this doesn't have to mean that you do a full-on slide deck presentation or that you record 17 videos with you on camera. That can feel like a really big hurdle to jump if you're new to video or if you've never created a course before. Instead, here are two other ideas you can try, and they're both a good fit for those small digital products. Number one, you can record a short demo video that shows how to use your product. This works really well if you've created a template of some kind. For example, I have a spreadsheet that helps calculate digital product pricing, and there's a 
20 minute or so video where I talk through all of the settings and how they work. It's super simple. I'm not on camera at all, but it adds a lot of extra value to that spreadsheet just by explaining how it works and what the numbers mean. The other thing you can do is record an audio explanation. You don't have to be on video at all for a lot of niches. If you don't need to demonstrate something visually, you can talk through it in audio. The learning curve is a lot less for audio only, and there are fewer hardware requirements too. So that makes it an easier ask for new sellers or new business owners to do. Now, here's why this works so well to increase the, increase the value of what you're offering. There's this belief that people learn differently, that those who enjoy video may not learn as well from audio or text. I think that's largely been debunked now, but regardless, people definitely have a preference. Now, personally, I'll take text in most cases because I can skim it quickly and find what I need, except, of course, when I want video because then things make more sense to me. And then there are the times that I want audio so I can listen when I'm in the car or when I'm out walking the dog. I think you can see where I'm going here. Different formats are useful to different people at different times. And by including a variety of options in your products, you can not only attract a wider audience, but you can increase that perceived value as well. Now, if you already have a course or an ebook, another way to increase the value and to serve your customers better is by including things like templates, worksheets, or other done-for-you components. I mentioned that I do this with some of my courses by adding Trello board templates, but there are other options you can use as well. You might add fillable PDF worksheets that your customers can fill out on their computer and save them the time and the trouble of having to print things. You can include checklists or planners to make implementation easier. Depending on what you're teaching in your course or your ebook, you might want to include graphic templates or other reusable elements like that. Something else that offers a lot of extra value to your students is called proximity. The more direct the access they have to you, the greater the perceived value. Teaching a live course is a really fun way to add that proximity value. Now, I will admit that teaching a live course can be rather stressful. You're managing the tech, you're trying to sound professional on camera, maybe maybe your face is on camera and you're on a Zoom call and it can feel like a lot to manage all at one time. It does take a little bit of practice to be able to do this well, but I know that it's something that you can master if you work at it. Now, one thing that I love about teaching live is that it takes me a lot less prep. When I teach live, I typically work from an outline rather than from a script, so I save myself all of those hours of writing. I also frequently work from just a mind map instead of creating a slide deck. That saves me a couple of extra hours as well. Then there's the video and the audio editing. I don't do that with recordings of live presentations. All I do is trim the front and the back end and I upload it, so it's super easy. My customers and my members love live presentations because they get to ask me questions in real time and they get feedback, not just from me, but from everybody else who attends as well. If you want to add a ton of value to your next product without a lot of extra work, I recommend trying out a live presentation. You might just find that you like to teach that way. Of course, not everyone loves to show up live. I have a friend who used to teach every course live, but then she made a complete switch to a pre-recorded content 
plan and she did that so she could keep her calendar clear. And I get that. And if that's you, then another way to create the value of proximity is to offer personalized feedback. For example, you could offer project reviews by video. Maybe I did this with a live challenge that I led last year. The challenge was about creating a course and those who finished and sent me their sales page got a video review from me. This feedback helped them to refine their sales copy and to make more sales, plus it encouraged them to actually finish the course. And it was a huge added value that boosted my sales, even though only a small percentage of students actually took advantage of the offer. You could also do something as simple as including a comment section in your course platform and invite your customers to ask you questions and get feedback there. I do this inside my courses, and it's proven to be really useful for my students. It gives them the chance to get real-time feedback without having to commit to attending a live training, plus other students who come along later benefit from those answers as well. As they say, if one person is wondering, there are always more with the same question, but who won't speak up. So having that Q&A format right on the lesson page is really, really useful for people. Along those same lines, it can be really beneficial to create a customer community. You can do this easily on a platform like Facebook, or you can add a forum or a circle community to your own website if you prefer that format. That's going to take some extra work on your part if you decide to go that way, though. So maybe just start with a Facebook group for now. And here's why. The chance to mix with other students and to communicate with you, the seller, the teacher is a huge benefit for many of your potential customers. And it's such an easy thing for you to create, especially if you're using a platform like Facebook. You know that I'm not a huge social media user, but in this case, I think it's a top choice. You can set up a private group in just minutes and send the link to join in your welcome email. You will have to monitor requests to make sure that you're only letting customers in, but other than that, it's gonna take very little of your time to manage a group like this, and it can potentially offer big benefits to your students. Those are five ways that I can think of to improve your product offers to help your customers implement what they learn and also increase the perceived value of what you sell. Now that you have a solid business foundation and you've created a simple digital product or two, you can use these ideas to improve upon what you have already built. And that is what business is all about. Now, I would love to hear from you. Would you please click over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 99 and leave me a comment. Tell me how you're going to improve the results your customers get, how you're going to make it easier for them to implement what they learn, and how you can increase your perceived value as well. And would you do me a favor? If you have a friend or a colleague who could use business building advice, would you share the link with them too? It's a great way to grow our audience and I would appreciate your support. All the episodes can be found at tinycourseempire.com. That's it for me this week. I will be back next week with episode 100, and I cannot wait to celebrate that with you. Have a terrific rest of your day, and I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. 
Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com and I'll see you on the inside.